Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Good day to you, everybody. Good Monday. I hope you had a good weekend. I want to thank Julie Hartman and Amala Apunobi for sitting in for me. Two young women, the combined age of which are, are about 45 or 44. The combined age, ages. That Those two uh, young women should give you hope. They are not alone. They're magnificent. And I, uh, I do... I, I love the fact that we found them, or they found us, or both. I guess they found us first. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah that's right. So they were going to probably recall George Gascon, the despicable human being who serves as the district attorney for Los Angeles. And it uh, doesn't matter. And, of course, I'm passionately pro. I signed the petition as I live here. It doesn't matter because people refuse to draw the only, only logical conclusion. It isn't Gascon. It's the left and the Democrats. Oh, we don't like this individual. Oh, we'll get a better individual. Or Democrats, oh, it's Biden. He's too old. And he's he's somewhat uh, infirm mentally. So who, so who would be good? Who, who would have done anything differently in, in the present crisis, all manufactured by the fools of the left, the crackpots in the environmentalist movement, the, uh, the experts who are fools and ruined kids' lives, increased everything, from suicide to homicide, drug deaths, depression. It's all been man-created. None of this was nature-created. Even the damn virus was man-created. This country was doing great under Donald Trump. But some of you, many, many, not of you necessarily, but many in this country were preoccupied with his over-the-top personality sometimes obnoxious, like that matters. The ability to fixate on Donald Trump's personality as opposed to Donald Trump's policy is not the function of a mature mind, even though there are otherwise mature adults who have actually thought that way. Recall Gascon, recall the DAs. That's right, they should be, absolutely. The amount of crime in this country, murder and, and theft, is the increase. I don't know if it's precedented or not, but it's not precedented in memory. Guns, that's what it is. It's guns. So the $500,000 robbed from this store in Malibu right here in Los Angeles yesterday, 2 p.m., Young thugs driving up, probably in an expensive car, and grabbing everything they could. A half a million dollars. Retail shops are under siege. Is that guns? Want a gun story? Here's a gun story. Four dead, two wounded in a shooting at the Greenwood Park Mall in Indiana. Four dead. Well, they—they they, uh, the stupid way of doing it. The shooter is among the dead. When did they come up with this asinine way of thinking? Huh? Was it? Is this equality? It's a form of equality. Yeah. Every life is precious. May I say this? You lose the preciousness of your life when you murder. Okay. If every life is equally precious, human life in general is precious, and because it is precious. 
That is the reason we should loathe murderers and execute them if it's premeditated. But the, uh, the motto of the left is the ancient Talmudic statement, those who are cruel to the kind will be kind to the cruel. That's, that's the, a defining element of the left. They are kind to the cruel. So what does that have to do with guns? You know why a lot more people weren't murdered? There's only one reason on earth. Because some just noted, some person noted as a, identified as a good Samaritan, was carrying a gun. And unlike the Uvalde police, shot the murderer to death. An act of surpassing love. Love. Greenwood Mayor Mark Myers released a statement on Facebook thanking the armed bystander. It reads in part, how come the person isn't, isn't identified? He doesn't want to be identified? The guy should get the, uh, the Medal of Freedom. Unlike, uh, what's her name, the, the, the soccer player? Megan Rapino. Unbelievable that she got the Medal of Freedom. If you have contempt for America, you get a medal. It's a perfect example. Those who were cruel to the kind will be kind to the cruel. This person saved lives tonight. On behalf of the city of Greenwood, I am grateful for his quick action and heroism in this situation. The bystander is believed to have had a handgun and chose to intervene when they saw the shooting. Why is the word they used? Is the assumption it might have been a, ma- a woman? An odd, it's an odd sentence. By the way, just for those who write copy, and as one who reads for a living, may I note that the deterioration in the writing of journalists is spectacular. Why would it not be? You don't learn this. You learn non-binary sexuality. You don't learn English. English is a colonial language, after all. You would say, if if that were the issue, chose to intervene when he or she saw the shooting. Not when they saw the shooting, unless the person has decided to have the preferred pronoun as they, because it's a non-binary shooter. Be be that as it may. Those of you who believe guns are the issue, can you not acknowledge how often this happens, that innocent people's lives are saved by people with guns? I did not rush to judgment about the Uvalde police, but unless everything that I have read is a lie, it is really troubling. It is particularly troubling for those of us who defend the police. I have to believe that most police in this country reading this report that has just been released in, by Texas are, are embarrassed. Every group has reason to be embarrassed by members of its group. As I say often to audiences, I don't care what religion you're a member of, as long as you're embarrassed by it. The behavior of mainstream clergy. I will have a report on that in a moment from one of the major churches, major historical churches of Boston, the banner that it has in the front of it. It could be the theme of a book, just the banner of this historic church. Remember, everything the left touches, it destroys. There is no exception. None. That's all they know how to do is destroy. Scathing report finds Uvalde cops had egregious poor decision-making. State and federal cops were largely responsible for the vile Uvalde school massacre that left 21 dead, a damning report has found. The better trained and equipped responders failed to exert the leadership needed when local officers were out of their depth. The Texas House Committee probe said, 
the 149 U.S. Border Patrol agents and 91 state police were among nearly 400 on the day who should have helped with the unfolding chaos. 400. One shooter. 21 dead. This, this as much as the murder of their child must be driving the parents out of their minds. It drives me crazy. It's not my child. I'll have more on that when a Prager 776. Back in a moment. This uh, Uvalde uh, police thing is is beyond belief. One one pr- one prays that this is just a uh, that this is just a an aberration that this is not something that uh, is at all typical of of police forces and and generally it isn't but it is uh, it has been it's an amazing thing let me get this uh, report back here the report slammed the police for failing to prioritize the texas from the texas legislature texas house committee the report slammed the police for quote failing to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety 77-page document blasted system failures and egregious poor decision-making by nearly all those in power during the May 24th attack. Cops failed to follow the active shooter doctrine imposed after the 1999 Columbine High School massacre by not engaging with Ramos. The school safety protocol for keeping doors to classrooms locked and shut during school hours was not adhered to. Around 47 lockdown events when police chased migrants near the school that came before the shooting made staff desensitized to react. Why would that be? They thought it was just another uh, uh, illegal immigrant coming through the school? I don't don't quite follow that. Did they ever hear shots uh, and kids screaming in in prior... uh, as part of what they say, that what? That they didn't hear, they didn't hear anything? They didn't so how did they know that people were shooting? Because of the kids on the phones? I guess. Ramos gave numerous hints he was going to go on a shooting spree before May 24th, posting online cryptic messages related to violent actions. Officials undermined public trust in the investigation into the massacre by making false statements about what happened. That's a bad idea, false statements. He was also obsessed, that is Ramos, with gore and violent sex online, posting videos of suicides and beheadings, and harassing women who he played video games with. You know what there's no talk of in anything I've read? His home life. The parents were intact, right? He wasn't, they weren't, uh, he wasn't living in, in two homes, or, or one parent absent, right? No, no, no what? You don't think the parents were together? So he lived with the mother? Or the grandmother? He posted videos of suicides and beheadings. Hmm. So who who watched the, the beheadings and the suicides that this kid would post? Did other kids think this was cool? I, I'm, I'm truly asking. This is not at all rhetorical. I have, n- I have no idea. Your classmate or friend or fellow video game player is posting videos of suicides and beheadings. He was also fired from his job at Whataburger after threatening a female coworker. Steve McCraw, the head of the Texas Department of Public Safety, has called the police response an abject failure. The video showed in harrowing detail how police lingered in the hallway outside the classroom where Ramos was holed up for over an hour as they were ordered to stand down by Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Police Chief Peter Arredondo. He ordered them to do nothing? For over an hour while a kid shot other kids? It wasn't. It, almost all the shooting happened 
While Ramos could be heard unloading shots in a classroom, officers could be seen running away from the gunfire, checking their phones, helping themselves to hand sanitizer, and exchanging high fives. I'm, 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 I'm paying to read this. I have a lot of police who, who listen to the show. I know that from the number of police who greet me around the country and in airports especially. It must be very painful reading. People risk their lives every day. What, what, what made this department, the famous old Seder line go, why is this night different from all other nights? Why is this department different from all other departments? While Ramos could be heard unloading, oh yeah, we did that. At one point, an officer whose daughter was inside the classroom, listen to this. One of the officers had a, a daughter in a classroom. He was seen being restrained by fellow officers, preventing him from attempting to rescue his daughter. What is that about? How does he feel today? The video shows how it took officers a full 77 minutes to breach the door to the classroom where Ramos unloaded more than 100 rounds into his victims. Ramos entered the school at 11.33 a.m., wasn't shot dead until 12.50 p.m. One hour and 27 minutes after he entered. The gunman wasn't stopped until Border Patrol agents entered the building and shot and killed him. Now, why did they do it and not the police and all the other uh, state authorities? It isn't just the Uvalde police. It's, it's not human to know kids are being murdered and to stand in the hallway. A little over half an hour after the 911 call went in, more officers clad in combat gear, armed with long guns and ballistic shields, piled into the highway. They do not attempt to engage Ramos. With long guns, ballistic shields, and combat gear? A little more. All right, just a bit more on this uh, report, on the report on Uvalde. A little over half an hour after the 911 call went in, more officers, I read that, clad in combat gear, armed with long guns and ballistic shields, pile into the hallway. They do not attempt to engage Ramos. Throughout the fourth grade, Ramos was bullied over his stutter, short haircut, and clothing, which he often wore the same every day, the report revealed and detailed the time when a girl tied his shoelaces together, causing him to fall on his face. So uh, the reason that I'm reading this to you has nothing to do with the Uvalde police. This part. The cruelty of children to other children is known to everybody except the well-educated who have bought the, the dangerous idiocy that human nature is basically good. How do you explain the bullying and, and and the cruelty that children engage in against other children? Is that what they were taught at home? There are a lot of positions I don't agree with, as you well know. Everybody, there isn't a human who doesn't have positions he or she doesn't agree with. So that's that's not here or there. The reason I'm noting that is that few, I don't know what the verb I should use, depress, annoy, I hold in contempt, I don't mean the person, the view, as human nature is basically good. By the way, you can see my debate on that subject. I debated a rabbi who said people were basically good. It is up. Uh, we professionally videoed it. Where do people find that? Is It's on YouTube, but what do you do? Prager debate on human nature, I guess, something like that. You should have your children watch it. You should watch it. 
girl tied his shoelaces together so he would fall over, a kid who stuttered. Anyway, I, I, I don't buy this notion that uh, you're bullied, you murder uh, uh, little kids. You know how many kids have been bullied? Do you know anybody who wasn't bullied? Let's put it that way. 99% of kids are either bullies or bullied. Not good, but probably accurate. In 2018, Ramos had more than 100 absences that year. Did the parents ever seek help for this kid? I mean, do we, we don't know anything. I mean, he's like a, a living example par excellence of, of a disturbed child. By 2021, he had only completed the ninth grade despite being 17. Imagine that. Complete the ninth grade when you're 17. You should be 14. Instead of returning to school after the pandemic, people should always change their language after the lockdown. Whenever I correct people, they go, that's right. We should say lockdown, not pandemic. It's the lockdown that has had the horrible impact on the world, not the pandemic. Pandemic is bad enough, but the but the re, the the chaos, the the economic chaos in particular, and the chaos in the lives of children, except in Sweden, is all produced by the fools who are called experts and the foolish politicians who listen to them everywhere except Sweden I will read to you by the way because I've been following Sweden from the beginning of the lockdowns it is interesting to note because people say oh they had more deaths per capita than Denmark of course they, they choose whom they compare with Sweden too, fine. But the excess death rate is greater in Denmark since then than it is in Sweden. I'll read to you that report. That's quite interesting. Ariana Diaz, a senior at Uvalde High School and one of the shooters... Former classmates described him as a popular loner, someone who everyone knew but who kept to himself. In every single case we read about murderous kids, they were loners. It's a very bad sign. Hi everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. The violent crime pandemic scares me more than the COVID pandemic. And probably scares many of you more as well. Interesting headline here. A Democratic mayor is making a desperate move to keep people from moving out of his city amid a crime spree caused by his defund the police agenda. Mayor Bruce Harrell announced a $2 million plan to combat Seattle's declining number of officers in what he calls a critical shortage of police. So he was for defund the police, and now he's spending $2 million more for police? Anyone who ever had any support, even non-verbalized, for defund the police, if that person is someone you know or you, unlikely that it's you, people people who want to defund the police don't listen to other points of view but whomever it might be you really need to do a lot of soul searching on how you became such a fool that's a level of foolishness that is an achievement yeah it's not natural foolishness 
it is a voluntary movement into idiocy to believe that fewer police means less crime. Fewer firemen means less fires. Why, why isn't that exactly perfect an analogy? You know what? We really need fewer firefighters. Defund the fire department. Then there will be fewer fires. That's a good one. Why is the analogy not perfect? Just perfect. Mayor Bruce Harrell, who, by the way, if he runs again, will probably be reelected in Seattle. 25 or so years ago, I wrote a column, being on the left means never having to say you're sorry, and that's the truth, because people on the left will re-elect you no matter what. Since 2019, Seattle has lost more than 400 police officers, which Harrell said has led to a situation where, quote, essential services cannot be delivered promptly and effectively. Seattle has lost 400 police officers. Um, I, I salute everyone who has remained on the Seattle Police Department. The plan will offer reimbursement of moving costs, recruitment bonuses, and possible tuition assistance. It's a big switch from defund the police to will pay your travel expenses. <laughs> The city council has already approved a million dollars for recruitment and hiring bonuses. According to the plan, to provide a minimum level of service, SPD, Seattle Police Department, must make up for this severe staffing shortage by relying on overtime paid officers almost daily, a significant expense to the city. Harrell says... He wants to offer signing bonuses of up to $30,000 for lateral transfers from other police departments. And new officers would receive up to $7,500. So let's see. You're in the police department in a conservative city where the police are respected and where the city council doesn't believe in defunding police. So for $30,000, you would move to Seattle. Maybe. Maybe. People need money. I respect that completely. I just don't see it happening in many cases. If I were a police officer, no major city would be on my list of police departments to move to. It's every major city is filled with violence because they're run by liberals. Not just leftists, in this case liberals as well. The police department has had a difficult time retaining officers ever since its violent response to the George Floyd protests. That occurred almost two and a half years ago. Prompting a citywide effort to defund the police which turned out that the city is far worse off without a heavy police presence. Shockeroo, isn't that? Let's go to MSNBC, Sean. This is Tiffany Cross. Does she have her own show on uh, on MSNBC? It's called Cross Connections. I got to watch that. Uh, let's uh, let's take a peek at what she said. As our democratic norms erode within America, we must wonder, will this democracy survive? Well, a Yahoo News poll says no. But perhaps when you build a nation on stolen land with stolen labor, it was never going to be a republic we could keep. Hmm. There you go. That's right. Somewhat of a non sequitur. Hard to imagine what nation is not built on stolen land. Anytime anybody moved anywhere else in the past and built a nation, unless there was nobody else there, then they built it on stolen land. It's not justifying. It's not condemning. It's just a fact. No, Virtually no nation deserves to exist. Was there nobody before 
any given tribe in America? Did any tribe steal land from any other tribe? I suspect so. And stolen and stolen labor. Well, that's just not true. There was slavery in the South. There was no slavery in the North. And slavery was confined to certain areas of the economy. The, the notion that slavery built America is not true, but of course truth is not a left-wing value. very simple way to prove it is there was far, 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 far more slavery in Brazil, and Brazil did not become the rich, free country America did. That is a what we call competing fact. What was this, uh, oh yes, here's a uh, very important town hall briefing. In Los Angeles, the, the public health official, Barbara Ferrer, a woman whose record is one of only doing harm, and she is now considering reinstating the mask mandate in Los Angeles, California, in Los Angeles County. The reasoning being that there are a lot more people in hospitals with COVID. But of course, the reasoning is absurd. They're not in the hospital because of COVID. They're in the hospital with COVID. Everybody gets COVID. Now that I think of it, do you know anybody in your life who hasn't had COVID? Have you had it? Yeah. Has your wife had it? Yeah. Have I had it? Yeah. Has our entire group at the synagogue had it? Everybody who, who runs the synagogue? Yeah. Right. Sean, have you had COVID? Before it was popular. Oh, so you preceded all of us. I had it in December 2019. You had it in December 2019? Did you die? No, I, I don't think so. Let me check. You'll check. Good, good. What about Rick? Did Rick have COVID? Rick had COVID twice. Me too, Rick. Who didn't have COVID? Joe uh, Biden. Leslie, our Is that true? Joe Biden never had COVID? No. Leslie what? Our screener, what? She did not have COVID. COVID. There you go. Some people did not have COVID. Well. But she does have monkeypox? Very funny. Yes. Okay. If you you heard what I hear in my earphones, folks, you would think I I need a raise. She has monkeypox, he tells me. I'm supposed to report this on on the air. Uh, God intervened. He put the music up. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Wow. Hmm. Democrats are unveiling a transgender Bill of Rights. Are you aware of that? Did you sign on? A group of House Democrats announced they would move to codify federal protections for transgender people. The proposal dubbed the Transgender Bill of Rights would codify the Supreme Court's 2020 Bostock versus Clayton County decision that protects employees against discrimination for being gay or transgender. I want you to understand what this means in real life, my friends. You have a guy, you have a retail shop, you sell men's clothing and or or better women's clothing I think that would be a better example you sell women's clothing one of your employees decides that he is a woman or even not decide that he is a woman decides that he simply wishes to what we used to call cross dress which if you do it in private or with a consenting partner is a non-issue. So you have the uh, our bearded 
salesman now wearing a, a dress. Do you think that that might hamper sales? Some women might not find that comfortable. You can't fire that, uh, you can't fire him. And by the way, it is a him. I'm not talking transgender. I'm talking about cisgender, as they say. Cisgender male who likes to wear women's clothing. But now I guess you cannot fire that, uh, that employee. Most women and most men would feel uncomfortable, and you can say, well, tough on them. You can say that, absolutely. But it is interesting that discomfort, you know, I'm, I don't feel safe or I don't feel comfortable is okay when it comes from the left, but not elsewhere. The proposal would amend the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to explicitly include protections for gender identity and sex characteristics and expand access to gender-affirming care and ban conversion therapy. Do you know what ban conversion therapy means in real life? Your daughter which is increasingly common, says she is a boy, she's 14 years of age, or even 12, or even younger, and you want to bring her to a therapist so that she could actually come to peace with the fact that she is a girl. You can't do that. That's called conversion therapy. That's actually banned. Doctors or psychiatrists or doctors medical doctors or psychologists who are doctors of psychology could lose their license. They could be arrested, in fact. You could have your child taken away from you. That's right. Your 11-year-old daughter says she's a boy. You bring her to a therapist who says, you know, you're actually a girl, and let's figure out ways for you to make peace with it, and let's figure out why you want to be a boy which you can never be. You can be a transgender boy. You can, in fact, but you remain biologically a girl. This doesn't mean we disrespect people who have transitioned to the other sex. You don't disrespect people who respect you. You look, if you look like a man, act like a man, take a man's name. The fact that you're biologically a woman is not my business. But you do remain a woman, and you can say that to the 11-year-old girl who wishes to, quote, transition, unquote. You can't find such people. In many states of this country, it is prohibited by law for a therapist to say, you should try to work out your biological sex and come to peace with it. That is called conversion therapy. Staying the sex you were born is conversion. Converting is not. Get it? Two and two is five. Representative Pramila Jayapal, Democrat Washington, truly one of the most amoral voices in, in the U.S. Congress. The chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, wow, and the co-chair of the Transgender Equality Task Force, said in a statement that the resolution would ensure transgender people can lead, quote, full happy lives, unquote. Quote, as we witness Republicans and an extremist Supreme Court attack and roll back the fundamental rights of trans people across our country, how has the Supreme Court or Republicans rolled back rights of trans people? I'll tell you how. Because they don't want five-year-olds to be talked about with regard to gender fluidity. So that is now called rolling back the rights of the transgendered. And as state legislatures across the country target our trans community with hateful, bigoted, and transphobic attacks, 
We are standing up and saying enough is enough, Jayapal said. Jayapal introduced the proposal alongside Representatives David Ciccolini, Democrat Rhode Island, Marie Newman, Democrat Illinois, Mark Takano, Democrat California, and Richie Torres, Democrat New York. The bill has 84 other co-sponsors. I wonder if it'll pass. I don't know if that registers with most Americans as a moral advance. Hey, everybody, hope you had a good weekend. The young, one of the two young women who sat in for me last week, Julie Hartman, with whom I do a podcast, Dennis and Julie, every week. They come out on Tuesdays, so this week's will be out tomorrow. It's, you'll, you'll love it. You can watch it or listen to it, Dennis and Julie podcast. And and it's on the Salem Podcast Network or on YouTube. You can watch it. There, either way is good. Dennis and Julie. She's in Boston this week, or she's actually in Rhode Island. And she sent me a picture of the giant banner in front of one of the most historic churches in the country, Church of the Covenant in Boston. You want to look it up, Church of the Covenant in Boston. I looked it up, and I want to get it exactly right. I think it's a member of the Church of Christ and the Presbyterian Church of America, uh, or of USA. Yes, yeah, that Church of the Covenant. And it's, it's now affiliated with the Presbyterian Church. USA, yeah, PCUSA, yeah, which has gone tremendously morally downhill. It's basically a denomination whose leaders are fools. So I want to read to you the banner in front of this beautiful historic church in Boston whose founders, uh, if they knew about this, maybe they do, uh, have my reaction. On the top of the banner in front of the church, it says, And God said, in black letters, ellipsis. And here is what God said. You know, there is only one sin in the Ten Commandments that God said. I believe God gave the Ten Commandments. God said he will not forgive only one of the ten sins point I make in my commentary on the Bible, the Rational Bible. It's five volumes. The third is coming out in October. Exodus has the first iteration of the Ten Commandments, Deuteronomy. The fifth book has it second time. In both cases it says whoever carries my name in vain, that's what, it, that's what the literal Hebrew is, not take my name. I will not forgive whoever does that. Wow. Sadly, many Jews and Christians think that the that the commandment is against saying, Oh my God, what a tough day at work. Or, Oh God, I can't believe it. What a job this guy did. Or what, in other words non-prayerful use of God's name. It might or might not be a sin, but it is certainly not what is prohibited in the third commandment. God will forgive murder, God will forgive every other sin, but not if you say, oh my God, another home run. This church is violating the third commandment. It is taking God's name in vain. It is carrying God's name in vain. When you do bad in the name of God, God gets annoyed, shall we put it that way. So here is the banner in front of the, what is it, Church of the Covenant? Is that the the name? I'd like to know who they think the covenant is even between. 
I'm serious. I, w- I would really like to know. What is the first thing God said on the list, on the banner in front of the church in Boston? Protect abortion access for all. Did you know that God said that? Presbyterian Church USA thinks so. What, didn't they just call for boycotting Israel? Yeah. Israel's a great litmus test. Uh, George Gilders made that point. It's called the Israel test. It's really great. We're showing the picture of the banner on the Salem News Channel, where you can watch this program, incidentally. Protect abortion access for all. That is the first thing God says on the list of the Presbyterian Church USA, which is indistinguishable from George Soros. I wonder if there is a single way in which the Presbyterian Church USA and George Soros differ. I can't think of any. They might be. How's that? God has nothing to say about protecting the unborn. Nope. The only thing God has to say about abortion is protect abortion access for all. Okay. What else does God say on the list in front of the Church of the Covenant in Boston? Ensure Black Lives Matter. Have you seen the banner? Do you see it now? Is this the first time you're hearing this? Oh, that's great. I'm glad you didn't see this. (laughs) Ensure Black Lives Matter. So I assume it is at least implied support for the hate group known as Black Lives Matter. Number three, what else does God say in the Presbyterian Church USA, Church of the Covenant in Boston? Honor bodily autonomy. Yeah, you remember when God said that. It's, it's no, one of the lesser well-known verses in Habakkuk. Honor bodily autonomy? I would bet my house, and I'm not a betting man at all, that they were for mandates on vaccines. So they not only render God stupid, they're phonies. But this church and much of PCUSA are living embodiments of everything the left touches. It destroys, it's a cancer. In the schools, in the arts, in the sciences, in the churches, in the synagogues. Honor bodily autonomy. Yeah, one of God's famous proclamations. But they don't believe it. By the way, I obviously we all know what they're referring to, and that is abortion. So God's, in the first four things God says, it's about abortion. God's preoccupied with abortion rights. So wait, was that, though? No, those were the first three things. Two of the th- first three things. Protect abortion access to all for all. Ensure black lives matter. Honor bodily autonomy, which they don't believe. They just believe it with regard to abortion. Fourth, what else does God say on this Presbyterian church in Boston? A very old and distinguished church. No longer distinguished. Defend LGBTQ plus rights. Because God does not did not say male and female, he created them. Okay, just remember that. It's in the Bible, but the Bible is secondary uh, to woke. The Bible for the PCUSA uh, is the progressive agenda. What is the fifth thing God says on the on the banner on the church? The fifth thing is end voter suppression. Yeah. 
In the beginning, yes. You sure you remember? May God made the heavens and the earth, and and abolished voter suppression. Yes, that's correct. That's a read of Genesis two three. The amazing thing about the end voter suppression part is, it's another lie of the left. Asking people for voter ID is not voter suppression any more than asking for an ID to get on a plane is passenger suppression, right? Is that passenger suppression? This is taking God's name in vain. This is a perfect example. That was the, let's see, this is what God has said. Those are the first five things that God said. Sixth thing, turn guns into plows. I'm all for it, by the way. If every gun on earth were turned into a plow, I'd be for it. Hi, everybody. I'm reading to you the banner on one of the oldest and most beautiful churches in the country, Church of the Covenant in Boston. And it is... uh, it begins on the top. It's a Presbyterian church, PCUSA, and God said. So I've gone through the first five or six. Protect abortion access for all. God said. This is the desecration of God's name. Ensure Black Lives Matter. This is the giant banner. Honor bodily autonomy, defend LGBTQ plus rights, end voter suppression, turn guns into plowshares. That's six. God said those things. By the way, God did say, that's true, Isaiah said, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares. I dream of that too. They didn't get everything wrong. I dream of a world in which all guns are turned into plows. Until then, I want everybody who is capable and who is mentally and psychologically and morally capable to have a gun and shoot people who are murdering people. So, like in Indiana, Indiana, as I reported last hour, that is exactly right. The bystander who saved lives. When I studied Torah, which is the first five books upon which the whole Old Testament and New Testament are based, the first five books are primus inter pares. They're first among equals, called the Torah. My commentary explaining all this is called the Rational Bible. I ache that you all read it. It is obviously not a monetary issue. Nobody writes Bible commentaries to make money. I write it because it is my enduring legacy, morally. Because it's the greatest five books on earth. So when I learned it, when I studied it in the original Hebrew until the age of 19, there is a commentary on the Torah from an early medieval commentator, a Jew scholar, incredible man, commentary on the entire Old Testament, virtually every verse, and the Talmud, which is far larger even than the Old Testament. The the guy was a a single-man university, a French Jew rabbi. And he has a line in there that every kid who studies Judaism learns. If somebody comes to kill you, get up earlier and shoot him. Or kill him, not shoot him. Kill, kill him. Did you ever hear that phrase? So we would love to turn guns into plows, but until every bad guy doesn't have a gun and only has a plow... I want good guys to have guns. The morons who run the Church of the Covenant and and who run the Presbyterian Church USA would find that perplexing. Next, on the And God Said banner, the Church of the Covenant in Boston, 
abandoned fossil fuels. Yes. Do you know how many people in the world are going hungry because of the manic opposition to fossil fuels? How many people are dying because they're doing all of their cooking indoors with fire and they don't have uh, they don't have access to fossil fuels? You know that fossil fuels made hospitals and everything else good possible? We should thank God for fossil fuels. God, when you read about how lithium batteries for cars are made, or are they thousand pounds, right? Those batteries doesn't seem to be exactly free from fossil fuel, let alone it's completely supportive of China, where so much of the lithium battery, the lithium for batteries comes from. And it's all often done with semi-slave labor. Yes, abandoned fossil fuels. And God said abandoned fossil fuels. You didn't know that, did you? Next, what else has God said according to the Church of the Covenant in Boston? Provide sanctuary. That's right. No matter how many people illegally come into the country, they should be allowed to stay in the country. Because at PCUSA, they don't give a damn about the country. The left doesn't give a damn. I have an interesting question to pose. Why would any young person who's on the left go to the church when it's identical to the pages of BuzzFeed or Slate or the New York Times for that matter? The New York Times would hold every one of these positions. And they are emptying. The Presbyterian Church USA is emptying like conservative and reformed Judaism are. You know, it's interesting. I wonder how many conservative and reformed synagogues would be happy to put this banner up. i got to believe a lot. Oh, you ready? Guess what else God said? You're going to like this one. Abolish prisons. This is the banner, a gigantic banner in front of this church. Big church. It's not a little obscure church. Yes, God said abolish prisons. You didn't know that, did you? Because we know that if we abolish prisons, all the people in the prisons who will no longer be in prison will, in fact, end up as hospital orderlies. They will all become nurses and flight attendants. That's right. If we abolished prisons, there would be an increase of murder and rape, the likes of which we have never seen in, in Western history outside of the Nazis and communists. Right? Right. But that's what they believe God wants. That's why, my dear, 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 dear friends, I have said over and over, and only repetition actually reinforces a point, if I know a person believes in God, I know nothing about them. Nothing. It's very important to remember that. And God said... Abolish Prisons, Presbyterian Church, USA. We return. The Dennis Prager Show. I am reading to you the banner draped in front of the historic church in Boston, the Church of the Covenant. All the things that God said. That's the title, and God said. So I've decided to visit the website again. Church of the Covenant, a vibrant community of faith where all are welcome, all is italicized and celebrated as reflections of God. See, it's an interesting ter- ter- term, 
in and of itself. Everyone is created in God's image, even the worst human beings. But not everybody is a reflection of God. See, these people have bastardized language. The, the foolishness that reigns on the left is, is greater than the evil. Well, one leads to the other. Really, everybody is a reflection of God? How could that possibly be? I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. Was Eichmann a reflection of God? Was Stalin a reflection of God? What are they talking about? It's a rape of language that takes place. It, it's, it means nothing. It's, it's pablum. United Church of Christ, Presbyterian Church, USA. Oh, I just noted the PCUSA. United Church of Christ. It's both. Both wonderful denominations. One in the past. Empty today. Empty. Join us for worship Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Please note, this is, isn't this 2022, the middle of 2022? So listen to the please note. Please note that worship on the following Sundays will be on Zoom only. June 19th, July 3rd, July 31st, August 28th. Why is that? Do you have any idea? Hmm. On other Sundays this summer, we will continue hybrid worship. All are welcome to gather in person at 67 Newberry. Masks and vaccinations are still required for all entering the building. So all are not welcome. (laughs) I'm not welcome. I wouldn't wear a mask. And I'm not vaccinated. Hmm, but I have a lot of antibodies. I've had COVID twice. Hmm... Isn't one of the things that God said bodily autonomy on their banner? So, is there any part of them that understands what they say? I don't think so. A lack of self-awareness is a dominating characteristic of, of people on the left. Church of the Covenant is focused on following Jesus in our world through accompaniment, compassion, peace, joy, and creative beauty. What does creative beauty mean? As opposed of non-creative beauty? We are passionate about hospitality, committed to justice, and wild about faith. We embrace an embodied spirituality that is not afraid of questions. Really? Then I want you to know, if, if you mean that, and I don't believe for a second you mean that, that you are not afraid of questions. I will make this show available to the pastors or pastor of this church anytime this pastor wants. Roger, send them a very kind, nicely written letter saying, since your opening page of your website says you are not afraid of questions, please know that Mr. Prager will treat you with great respect, which is true, I will. And he will ask you questions, and you are free to ask him questions. We advocate for a just climate for our Earth. What is a just climate? How could climate be unjust? Liberation in our world. Hmm. And equality in our neighborhoods. We are a community where all, capital A-L-L, are welcome and celebrated as beautiful reflections of God. We're back to that. Everybody is a beautiful reflection of God. Strange comment. All genders. There you go. All genders. Everybody who believes there are more than two genders, I'd like to ask them something. How come nobody knew this until the last ten years? How come every scientist in history said there were two? How, how could they have been so backward for all of history? Is 
as to believe there are only two genders, sexes. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com.